What's up, fam? So guess what this is, guys? A bonus episode. Yes, a bonus episode. So you guys probably already know that Meech and I had some struggles in 2018 getting our content out to you. Just due to family life and schedules and all sorts of things, we stayed on that struggle bus, right? So we found some lost files, good conversations that we had with the intention of bringing it to you and we never quite made it. So if you're working out today, if you're on the job, if you're in the car, here it is. Bonus. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? It's Meech. And this is Martha. And welcome to our closeout episode. By closeout, we mean closeout of 2018 episode of the And Another Thing podcast. So happy that you're joining us wherever you're listening uh, to this glorious podcast. How's it been going? It's been a while. What's up, fam? Been a minute. Hopefully you guys are doing well out there. Yeah, definitely hope you're doing well. Again, 2018 is almost at a close as we're recording this. We're, what, halfway through the month of December. Mm -hmm. Very close to Christmas time with about 10 days or so until Christmas. So we know that you guys are probably getting ready for whatever holiday festivities you have with your family and your friends. And we're doing the same. So. Yes. So we're actually, um, we have a great view of our Christmas tree (laughs) At this very moment as we record this podcast. And it's so. real this year. It's a real tree. <sighs> it was my idea. Okay. It's so it's so pretty. It's 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 wonderful. Of course. It's yeah. great. And what um Meech wants, Meech gets. So he wanted a real tree. I, I actually had always had real trees prior to us getting together. So for me this tree came with a bit of melancholy because I had never had a tree that uh, my stepdad, who passed away in 2016, um, didn't help me to go pick up. That was like a little tradition for us in my adult life, always having real trees, being single, having my own place, always having real trees. But I did um, call on him each year to help me to go get the tree because he always had a pickup truck. So it's something that we did together every year. So it was a little difficult for me seeing the real tree in the house this year. Um, But yeah, (laughs) so, you know, in the holidays, it's a lot of happy times for everyone. Of course, a lot of festive things that go on. But it's also a time that, you know, we start to feel those losses if there if there have been any. And um you really have to pay attention to your loved ones and your friends and make sure everyone's in a good space or trying their hardest to to maintain a good 
a good headspace. So that's that was an issue for me. <laughs> this is real tree. As I say, you're looking at it, and he's right. It's beautiful, but it's kind of hard to look at. Yeah, you know that's something. It's interesting that you 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 brought up that um, just kind of the the feeling that people have around the holidays. That's something that I ha- I've had to become more sensitive to. You know, as you get older and mature, and you and you you, you learn more about things and about people. Because I was always just like, well, man, dang, you know, it's the holidays, it's Christmas time, it's Thanksgiving, it's you know, how can you not be happy, you know, during during those times? Um, and I think it wasn't until I actually, you know, experienced some some loss myself that um, you know I totally could relate to and understand, um, you know, the perception of those who aren't as chipper, aren't as uh, festive, if you will, around the holiday time. So you bring up a great point, Martha, that we definitely need to be considerate of those people, check on our our, our family and friends um, during this time of year, um, because you never know how they might be feeling. Even those ones that you know, on the on the outside, seem like they're okay. You know, always uh, it's always a good good practice to check in and just show love for them. If you're fr- if they're your friends, if they're your family. You're probably probably doing that anyway, right? Well, I mean, you could be, but it it is very easy to get caught up in, you know, just life life happening, and you very well could mean, you know, what we say about <laughs> intentions. You could mean well and be thinking, I mean, you know, I need to reach out to so-and-so or I want to check in with so-and-so. And now with social media, I mean, it. it's all, it's a gift and a curse in that we're able to, and I'm using air quotes, which you guys can't see, but connect with people without really connecting. We feel like if a picture comes across our feed of that person out doing something that we're in the know about where they are with their life, like that gives us a false sense of connection to that friend or that family member. When in reality, we really, you haven't had a conversation with them. You have no idea how they're doing um, and if they're okay. But, you know, it allows us to still feel a sense, a a false sense of connection as if, you know, that's why you hear people say, oh, I just saw her yesterday. Well, you really didn't see her. (laughs) You saw the last post she made about, whatever said thing that that person was doing. And then you hear, you know, a day or two later that maybe that person, um, heaven forbid, took their own life or uh, checked themselves into a facility for depression or whatever. So it's just the point is that we don't always know, but we feel like, and we, we can use those social media connections in lieu of actually reaching out and having true you know, conversation and human connection and checking in. And I'm, I'm definitely a huge culprit of this. I'm, this is all coming from a place of very, um, personal, you know, reflection for myself because there are many people that I care about that I am always meaning to, like, I'm just not a checker upper. And it, a lot of it has to do with, with my own mismanagement of my life and how I'm, mostly overwhelmed. <laughs> I live in a proverbial state of overwhelmedness, if I can create a word. And I'm pulled in a lot of different directions. And I always feel like there's there's more to do than what I have time to do. So yes, I think 
ooh, I should, and I have to remember to, but rarely do those reach outs occur. Like when I'm set on a path where it's unavoidable to interact with someone, that's kind of how the interaction comes for me. And these are, let's be clear, these are people that I love and care about. So this is like, you know, some people extended family you just kind of see them when you see them but that is not the case I'm speaking about people that I really do care about I mean my best friend right now (laughs) lives in Dallas but we yes we both have cell phones email whatever we rarely um we're part of a group chat that you know we kind of send things here and there with so that there's an open conversation always going but just to to call and have, you know, a really heartfelt conversation where I'm asking, okay, what's going on with you? I mean, if she were to give me any indication that she was in some form of distress, of course, I would stop what I'm doing and I would give her a call. But that rarely happens. Like we rarely have, you know, any meaningful conversation. Once she's gives me a heads up that she's coming into town or that she will be somewhere that I am, which recently happened with with us visiting family for Thanksgiving and she, we went to Georgia and she happened to come to Georgia as well. Then conversations happen. But other than that, we, I mean, and this is someone, this is like my right hand, like that I love. And I still don't often, I won't say get the time. I guess I should say make the time if I'm being critical of myself to, to call and have those conversations. So it can get, it gets tough to do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But um, again, it's our our year end episode, and we're going to get a little more a little more festive here. And as we get our home ready for the holidays, we got a big week ahead of us, just in terms of a big weekend too, just in terms of getting our home and our house prepared for uh, guests and different things. Um, Martha's father and and stepmom comes in mm-hmm. uh, from Arizona, and so they stay with us for you know through new through the new year, um, and so it just takes a lot. That's a lot of work, you know. Just having someone, you know, and you guys probably know this if you if you have house guests for the holidays, it's just so much work involved to get your home prepared for for house guests, especially if you have small children or younger children. I don't even say small children, but I think if you have more than one child and you have younger children, then you know what we're talking about in terms of getting ready. Because yes, I could go to a few of my family members homes today, even if I called them today and said, Hey, we're coming into town and we need somewhere to stay. And they would likely accommodate us and we would get to their house and it would be relatively spotless yeah we need advance notice for that that is not our life however (laughs) our life is is i don't know if you guys saw this like viral like funny video that was going around a year or two ago where there's this person playing a mom and she's like going batshit crazy running around like cleaning like there's a like a phone call of some sort or that family's coming and she's like yelling at the kids and she just, you know, she tells them just like to throw stuff away just to clean it. That is me. Like we live a life, a uh, one that is quite clutter field and I would love. So if anybody has any tips on decluttering, I see that this is a thing now. You can actually have someone come out to your house and help you declutter. Like in my dreams, that happens for me. 
But yeah, we don't, we need advance notice. We, we have to do, and even now, like this is a late start at it. Okay. We really should have been doing the kind of cleaning that we need to do weeks and weeks ago. It would have to be months in advance. And we always say that we're going to do it. But I mean, so, let's be clear. Like when we say cleaning, I mean, there is daily cleaning that occurs. So we're not sure, talking right. about yeah, we don't live like dishes or, right. you know, kitchen. You're talking you, you about cook, like, like wiping off the stove cleaning, and things like, like that. Somebody's coming well, over. we're basically talking about is clutter, which we have a ton of. So things that like pile up um, clothes and um, just toys and things that are unorganized and areas of the house that remain in a proverbial state of just clutters. So it's not that bad. So what we end up doing is that those places in the house, just like you guys probably know this, that we use daily, you know, that we have to be, yes, do those get cleaned, if you will? They do. But those other places <laughs> That you usually don't have to use or be in every day. Or those other places where if somebody's coming to stay with you for two weeks, there's a possibility they might go there. Right. Yeah, like our laundry room. Yeah, our laundry room definitely needs uh, some work. And I've been, I've already started some of some of that work. So, Mm, and then we get into a whole nother thing, which okay, this won't be a topic. Yeah, let's. But as he says that we're. We have different versions of cleaning. Oh, God. So he, when he says he's been working on it, mm. he has been straightening the clutter. Well, here's the And thing. by straightening, we, I mean he It is he a stacks, laundry room. He stacks it neatly. It is a laundry room. And there is going to be laundry in it. That is unavoidable. We we're not wear, talking about laundry, we, we though. We're close. It, it also serves as a storage space because, again, we don't live in the largest space in the world. So we do need an area to store things so it serves it's a dual purpose room if you will but we're going to get it together we're going to get it right we always do this is what the fourth consecutive i think holiday season that my in-laws have have come to stay and which is incredibly stressful i might add yes but it's incredibly rewarding and enjoyable it's great for the kids it's great for us it's a good time. Yes, the preparation and things like that can get stressful. For me, um, and he and I, Misha and I have had this conversation actually recently. I think we may have been in the car during our Thanksgiving trip. But where, you know, comfortability in staying somewhere else or in someone's home for me is directly related to the cleanliness of the home. So, and we have gone. Unfortunately, we have been places where we intended to stay with someone and then got there and it was not the cleanest. Don't you do it. I, I will Don't not. I, I'm not. I, I would never do that. You but better it, not. It has, ha- it has happened. You better not talk about and, it, my people. You <laughs> better it, not. And it directly affects your, how comfortable you can be in that home. And that's not the only, and, and I will say, I know what you're talking about, but that's not the only. I mean, I've gone somewhere to stay before before being with you and having kids where I was staying at someone's house and I literally started cleaning their house. Um, and that was for my own comfortability. And I mean, at then I was younger. I was I didn't mind. You know, I wasn't... This is not about, like, any level of bouginess. It's just, like, hmm. if I need to be able to use this bathroom, I got to clean this goddamn bathroom to be able to stand in it. So that kind of thing. So that has happened. And I never want that to be anyone's experience in my house so 
I, I do look at things. I look at, you know, the grime that you let build up. We're going to be cooking. It's, it's the holiday season. So do I want them to open up my oven and see that it looks like it's never been clean? No. So it's, it's bigger than just the straightening is, is my point. You get into things like cleaning the oven and, you know, buffering up the stainless steel appliances because they look like, like they just have a year of crud built up on them from not really maybe just wiping them down and not really getting stains off or whatever and things like that. Like we have a convection oven. It's filthy. I clean it, but I am literally the only person in the house that cleans it. And we use it several times a day. So this isn't something that um it goes unused. With the with the amount of traffic and use that it gets, it should be cleaned more frequently. But you know, so things like that. Removing, you know, cleaning the grout around the tub and just stuff. You just want stuff to look nice and clean and fresh. Yeah, the people can relate. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I have to deal with on a daily basis. But let's shift gears to <laughs> something a tad bit more. But I don't know why you're acting like we're festive. in this dark space. I don't think we're, we're talking about real life things. Sure. I don't think it's too dark or too heavy or oh, whatever. No, it's, it's not. And the holidays are dark and heavy for some people, which we touched on earlier. So we're going to go back to that. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But speaking of the holidays, obviously, when you think holidays, Christmas time, you think gift giving. We think shopping. We do all those things. And so, Martha, you had a um, a very interesting topic that you wanted to uh, bring to the table. You know, with gifts. This whole thing, I've been hearing a lot. There's a lot of conversations going on about gifts and gift giving. Um, and we're trying to do that ourselves. And so do you get people what they ask for or do you get them what you think they should have? And let's, and obviously it could change by relationship to one another, right? So I'm not talking about like a coworker or whatever. If you're doing some type of gift exchange, he probably wrote down a few things and I think we're, we're all really good about following the guidelines when it's that kind of setting. Like they write down two or three things and you get one of the things on the list, but with our families and our loved ones, we can tend to, I don't know, kind of deviate from that motto. And sometimes we don't get people what they ask for, but we get, we end up getting them, whatever you know what we think they should have or maybe it's a matter of convenience for ourselves I don't know it's like there are good really good gift givers which I consider myself a very a really good I gift actually, giver you, you, you'll be proud you'll be happy to know because my wife always talks about my um my lack of being complimentary Although I am very complimentary in oh, in social circles when I talk about my wonderful wife. Oh, he says but, it to other people. He just doesn't say it to me. Oh, my gosh. Well, your hair looks very nice, by the way. She just got her hair done. She's Thank looking you. looking hot. Thank you. But um, I was just having a conversation with, with, my, with my homeboy, Courtney, yesterday. And... Um, oh, we're doing that. Oh, what? I can't say his name? <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just... I'll edit it out. Whatever. But... Um, I had a conversation with my friend yesterday, and he made the statement, which I 100% agreed with. You know, he was like, man, you know, Martha seems like she is an excellent gift giver. And I said, 
Well, actually, that is true. She gives great gifts all the time. Now, this is an art that me personally, I've had to grow into and and develop. Um, I think I've gotten better over the years. I will will not say that I started off as the greatest gift giver in the world. It's funny. We were we were having this conversation and you can you can chime in and jump in, too. But we were talking about. How sometimes, obviously, prior to me being married to to my wife, we both were in other relationships and things of that nature. And sometimes, you could tell me if this is true or not, but sometimes, let's say you were in a a long-term relationship prior to our relationship or whatever. And, you know, maybe there was some gifts or some things that you got for that person. And you think, oh, for example... Not all ladies like flowers, right? right. Some ladies That's don't don't like true. flowers, but you kind of just universally think that oh, it's a woman; they have to like flowers. Well, and so, a female thing. Yeah. I imagine and there's so, some men out there who like. Yeah, flowers maybe there's some dudes well. like I personally am. You know, don't buy me no flowers. I don't. I'm good. But as there are women that don't want flowers, right? Exactly, which is the point I'm making. So I might have in a previous relationship, you know, my ex might have loved flowers. And now, I mean, you like flowers, though, so this doesn't really, this is not really applicable. But you, okay, either you, you, you fake like you like them when I buy them, so. <laughs> it depends. I mean, I don't like them, I think, as much as you think I like them. Right. But I, I do like having fresh flowers in the house. Yeah. I don't like them when they're just like the obligatory. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's right. Day. It's a bushel of roses. Yeah. Like, you know, I I happen to like flowers typically that are not roses. But I get but for, I, for no reason. Yeah. And so I guess the overall point that I'm making is that sometimes we might pattern our gifts that we get for our mate based on maybe a previous relationship. Like, oh, they liked this. So and, and especially if it's something that like flowers that you would think traditionally that a woman right. might so like. what, what you're getting at is, like cologne or or, or, or something right. like that. So you're getting at those cookie cutter kind of relationship gifts that right. people give. Like right. exactly. Like everybody gives flowers and candy for whatever. Um, Valentine's Day or, or what have you. So you're saying that sometimes people fall into the rut of that traditional, like you said, right. guys and, with cologne. Or, right. or a tie or, you yeah. know, or, or for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. I never really looked at any form of gift giving that way. Um, and I think for me, it goes, it's, it's in true, you know, tandem with your, your ability to listen to, whomever whatever you know the the relationship is because if you listen well enough throughout the year you pick up on things that people say that they need or um that they have an interest in and you just kind of tuck it away in a file folder in your mind and just say okay you know and i i i learned really early to do that and growing up i have a brother but i i grew up mostly as an only child. So growing up that way, for me, gift giving was one, it was like very fun. Like we, we took it really seriously because it was just like a fun thing to do. Um, but with my mom um, being my primary caregiver and the person I was really buying things for at the holidays. And then later um, with my stepdad, it, it was just really fun to think 
think of things that they I had heard them say or talk about or, you know, go look for that thing that my mom just kind of threw out there. So I think I approach other gifts now with my kids. I mean, they're kids. They don't they do talk about some things, but you more or less get them. You know, you can come from a place of what you think they should have. Um, But in relationships, it's it to me, it's fun. It's fun to see the surprise on, you know, Meech's face for something that he may have thrown out six months ago and does not even remember that he mentioned to me, but I made a mental note of it. And then to see, you know, his reaction to that thing on Christmas or birthday or whatever, we honestly, we don't do a lot of gift giving for us in our relationship. We don't do a lot of gift giving to one another on Christmas because it's just so kid driven. Um, and there's so many other expenses around that time. We kind of take a back seat at Christmas time. There have been some Christmases where we did not give each other gifts at all, just due to finances. And then we kind of pick it up on birthdays or anniversaries and that kind of thing, which I like. I like because for me, Christmas time, like I just said, it's just full of so many different stresses. Um, most of them, some of them financial, obviously, that I like just t- t- having one thing not on the plate to deal with. Um, you kind of focus it on the kids. I would rather not focus on anyone else but my kids, <laughs> to be quite honest. I mean, we've had years of where we were um, in better spaces financially where, you know, I could extend the gift giving out to my nieces or what have you, but you know, when you can't, you can't. So we don't do a lot of that, you know, but we do give good gifts to one another. Like I said, for birthdays, anniversaries, sometimes Christmas, it just depends on what the, right, yeah, we exchange Christmas we just gifts depends on how the year, year, how the year went. I know our very first Christmas together, I probably like blew his socks off well here's here's the thing no <laughs> he was I'm, gonna like, shit that wow. I'm glad you i'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> while our very first christmas together was 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 great there was also some some uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is there there were some hints that she was trying to give me during that first Christmas, oh my God! And and on? namely, the, oh. the 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 hint was she doesn't like the way I dress. <laughs> this was the hint that I got, y'all. Like for our very first Christmas together, I had like these like one or two big boxes, and like I opened the boxes, and it's like I, I'm not lying to y'all. It's like a whole <laughs> new wardrobe, y'all. I'm talking about you know. So this is what two thousand. Six, maybe mm-hmm. okay. two thousand five, two thousand six, yeah, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere yeah. along in there, and so you know that was still kind of. Well, it had to be two thousand five because Lourdes was born January two thousand seven. Okay, so oh five. So you got to think, y'all. Like you know, I'm still like mid twenties at this time, so I still you know. I had some jerseys in my oh, repertoire. No, you know, jerseys. again, it's 05, guys. I had some jerseys in my rep- repertoire. And so, you know, she was trying to step my game up a little bit. So there were, you know, button-ups. There were non-baggy jeans. There were more, <laughs> <laughs> more not skinny jeans, because I don't do skinny jeans. Well, 2005, but there, were more, there weren't skinny yeah, jeans. Yeah, skinny jeans anyway. didn't exist in 05. But there were more, like, 
you more know, tailored more t- type yes, there we go. clothing. Yeah, see, I can't even I can't even tell y'all what kind of stuff it was because you know she's all about the fashion. So it's button ups, it's nice jeans, it was some some rock ports. You know, back on Rockport, I don't even know if Rockport still still popping so, like honey. that anymore. But, but what he means is more of a casual. Yeah, boot. it was more of a casual, casual boot, boot yeah. and casual wardrobe overall. And so while I was super appreciative at the time, like, dang man, this girl really feeling me. She buy me all this stuff, like, dang. Now I look back on it and I'm like, damn, she did not like the way that I dressed. <laughs> And so that's what. And let's be clear, we weren't already in a relationship, right? So we weren't dating. When he we were boyfriend this, and girlfriend, okay, right? It was well, our I, first I wouldn't, Christmas. I wouldn't buy anything like yeah, all of that. It was, that a, it was our first Christmas as, as boyfriend with. and girlfriend. So then I counter that because this goes back to me not being the best gift giver at the time. I think she buys me all of this stuff, and I buy her a jogging suit. Yeah. Now, granted, it was a jogging suit that, that you wanted for, that you yeah. asked, for, asked for, but that was want. it. It was like yeah. it was it was nothing else. I was like, okay, here's the jogging suit, but right. I got like four pair of jeans, three or four button ups, some boots, and I'm like, gosh, I really gotta gotta step my step yeah. my game up. And and that just again going back to how you kind of come up and what's Christmas like in your household. For me, um, and I never thought about this, but I've seen more people than just Meech since. I've seen more people than just Meech kind of approach Christmas from a one gift perspective. Um, so I get now why he thought, oh, okay, you just get one nice gift and that's that. Yeah, because um, a jogging suit wasn't at cheap. At the time, yeah, I didn't cheap. really get that because I only knew my experience, which was you you give several gifts and you get several gifts, um, even from one person. So um, the one gift thing was more when I was coming up more of like extended family, like my, right. my aunt yeah. would buy me, you know, wh- the one gift she would get me, you know, and she was an aunt. So she's gets me, get, get, gave me the good gifts, like a designer bag, right, but it was only one, it was only but one it was thing. only one. But from people, you know, like I would see my mom right. and her relationship with my stepdad, you know, it was, it was several gifts and the things where my stepdad were super expensive because he was, um, um, a contractor and um so he liked tools and, and right and like very that, much right. into masonry and and that kind of thing by trade so his gifts were expensive because you know they all came from like home depot or something but yeah so it was a little bit um of an eye opener i think that first christmas for both of us and just getting to know each other right yeah, and I mean, um, I, and I came from, you know, we're two different people. Obviously, we, we grew up in the same city, but obviously grew up very differently. So I come from a world, I was raised by my grandparents, my maternal grandparents. They didn't get any, 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 anyth- any anything for each other, you know, for Christmas. My grandfather would come in and... Which now I understand. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather would come in and give her some money to pay some bills and to buy some groceries for Christmas. And she was like, thank you. He was like, Merry Christmas. He'll put an envelope, slap it down on the table, like, Merry Christmas. And she like, well, well that's, you that probably works. view that as paying bills, but I'm sure he paid bills all the time. There's probably right, was sure. a little bit extra in that envelope right, at Christmas right. for her to get something for herself. Yeah, I'm for certain. sure. And then the flip side of that, and my grandmother, you know, come on, y'all. We know our grandmas. What was the one thing your grandmother wanted for Christmas? It was white diamonds. Oh, my gosh. grandmother wanted white diamonds <laughs> and, gra- and, a, and, a, and, a, and a VHS tape. 
Every Christmas. She'd be like, you know, especially when I got old enough to work. I'm like 16, 17. I got a little job. She'd like, go ahead, baby. Buy me Sister Act 2 on, <laughs> on the, uh, for the VCR. You know, and so you buy Sister Act some white well, diamonds, see, my, right? Well, my grandmother wasn't white diamonds. She wore um, Halston. Halston was her her perfume of choice and then there was a what was the purple one that was like elizabeth taylor purple yes one. Yeah, but elizabeth taylor was white diamonds yeah so yeah, she, she was, wore she was, whatever yeah, that was, was that came in a purple bottle too but mainly Halston. but i yeah. mean um but yeah but no i did see my grandfather my grandfather and my grandmother actually are both still uh still alive and married um, and now, you know, I'm talking back then they had been married for maybe 20 plus odd years. Now they're closer to 60 years of marriage. Um, but he did buy her gifts, like good yeah. gifts. Like it wasn't, yeah, she, there was some, some perfume, but she got watches and I think one time she got like a fur coat and, um, but my grandfather is a great gift giver too, and we happen to be of the same sign. I, he doesn't even, you know, really follow astrology. But my grandfather and I are both Tauruses. Deacons don't follow. <laughs> and astrology, and I man. think maybe so. Maybe it's a thing with the both of us. But no, he gives great gifts. My my grandfather, um, he always tried to make it special, even if it wasn't really a gift. So one thing he would give to all of us, um, not his wife, you know, but his children, his grandchildren. Sometimes was money. And even with the money, he would go to the bank and get that, get that crispy. And he would get like stacks of ones, just you know, so that it looks so that you when you open it, you were like, wow, you know. And you would have you would get maybe a hundred dollars, but I mean, if you're thirteen and you get a hundred dollars, and I remember one Christmas, like he gave my mom and my my aunt and my uncle, which are all his children you know stacks of those like ones and we hadn't gotten old enough for that yet my cousin and I so he gave us rows of quarters but it was literally like $50 and like you know these rows of quarters which I mean still was like wow we have so much money if you're like 11 or 12 and you see that you're like I got a lot of money yeah so I mean, he just always found a way to make it really special, even when it wasn't that, you know, he, I think one, like I said, one year he bought us all like designer watches, um, whatever the case, but they bought uh, really good gifts for one another. So, you know, it is, but now fast forward. Okay. So in our relationships now, just like Mitch was just saying, he recently had a conversation with a friend. So, so did I, where this question came up, it's, it's like, uh, of the people getting you what they think you should have. So in this scenario, um, the th- this person was asked, well, what would you like? So she was asked by her kids, but uh, via her, her former, her kid's father. So her kid's father, who, and they're still very close, great relationship, was telling he was going to help the children to two children facilitate getting their mom a gift so he said to them okay you guys ask her what she wants so they know her taste i mean they they live with her well my one and my is my niece and she's uh, she's away at college so she doesn't actually live in the house with her but um she knows her mom's taste pretty well but she still asked and you know she was told bedding like she wanted like a new comforter and they said oh maybe one similar to the one you have yes that would be fine because initially she ended up saying she first said she didn't want anything she didn't want her kids to have 
the burden of trying to get her something. So she just said, I don't want anything. And I think that's when it came out. Okay, well, my dad is helping us and wants to know. Okay, so then she said, I don't know, you know, I kind of need a comforter. Um, so, you know, my niece says, okay, well, do you want one similar to the one you have? Yes. So <laughs> this translates to my niece telling her father and the father saying, oh, your mom and her, you know, this is not verbatim, but something along the lines of her and her expensive taste and like how he doesn't necessarily agree with her taste. So he went from asking what she wanted and being willing to get what she wanted to then not agreeing with her taste and, and deciding, I don't know what rabbit hole they went down and the different things they went through before it went from a comforter to, I don't know, a blanket to ultimately they ended up giving her some silverware. <laughs> so, and she was like, WTF. I mean, like what really what is this? I always I, use some forks and knives. And she spoons, says, so. and she's like, I don't even know why I was asked, like what I wanted, but I ended up with silverware. And she's like, I don't even know where this came from. And then she said, but, you know, looking back, she's like, I guess I do need silverware, right. but this is not what I asked for. Right. So it kind and, of falls into the housewares category. Well, and, and we can go to a, a certain, was it Christmas? That you gave me. Oh, uh, that was a birthday. That wasn't Christmas. For my no, so that's even worse. So I, for my birthday, my day, my special day. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? A vacuum cleaner? It wasn't a vacuum cleaner. It was a. Uh, it was a mixer. Oh, a mixer. Yeah, I gave you a mixer. I bought you a mixer. It was like a food processor. Yeah, it was a food processor. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but you told me that you wanted one. Not for my birthday. I did not tell you. Like, if we are just like in the kitchen cooking. Okay, and I so say, yeah, so so oh, that wow, was that was know. one of the lessons that I learned. Like, okay, when your wife tells you that she wants a household appliance, she doesn't mean that she Christmas wants. He bought it. me pots and pans, y'all. He bought me. That wasn't the only and, thing. And not, though. Okay, that let me be clear because some of you may be saying, oh, that's not a bad gift because you're thinking Thank you. La Crusette or, and I'm maybe saying it wrong, or I one you of them those. Deans. Or one of those really good brands. No. This Paula was Dean like. With black people, this, she still, she still, and you did not buy me Paula Dean. She's still not invited to the barbecue. I don't Paula believe. Dean. I don't believe she's, she, she's I don't out. believe she's been welcomed back. Okay. Yeah, but she can um, cook too. I mean, her food be looking good in a mug on her shows. I ain't yeah, gonna I haven't lie. seen much of her. Nah, but um, no. L- let's be clear. It was not even Paula Dean cookware. This was like a big lots ten pieces That's for first of all. I was on a different income level. Come on, we was young, and the whole thing was, and he had the nerve to present it to me before Christmas, like. Here, so you can cook. Exactly. Like oh. this gift was not even really for me. This was like you ensuring that well, it was a house. It was a family dinner. gift, right? It was a household. We gotta eat on Christmas. So, <laughs> wow. But that was not the only thing that I bought. You yeah, know? I that learned, was whack. I lo- so you okay, know. it was a bad gift. I said whack. I've progressed and I've grown over the years. I've gotten better. However, we needed pots and pans. I think we were a new couple. We had just moved into a new house. We we needed that kind of stuff, and it was the well. Only no, thing we I have pots and pans because I mean I lived right. on my own for a long time. Before but the we food together, processor so thing. So 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 guys out there, don't buy your ladies um, household appliances for their birthdays, even if they tell you that they want it, which my wife did. And so, and I did. And there have been other Christmases that I asked for particular household items. I wanted a steam mop. And 
I don't know what holiday you bought me that for. I bought that, yes, but it wasn't but was the only very, thing. But, but I, I learned, was very right? She was speci- and you were specific about that. I really wanted that, and I learned my lesson that. It, and if you are going to buy a household appliance, fellas, buy something else with it that they gonna like. Some earrings, a necklace, some jewelry, something else. So it don't look like you're trying to just buy our pots and pans because you want her to cook more. But just that, oh, you're just being thoughtful and you're just buying something that, you know, she could use around the house. And although you have improved greatly, greatly, he's improved in the gift giving area. We did have a recent, a little, a recent snafu um, in the improvement area. Uh, by the way, was it not last Christmas? Was it last Christmas? Yeah, it was actually last Christmas because you consulted with Logan. So I know it had to be last Christmas because she was here about my boots. And First of all, we're not going to get... We, <laughs> and got me some fugs instead of us. No, they were Uggs. <laughs> and they were indeed Uggs. But that does it for this lost episode or lost segment of the And Another Thing podcast. Be on the lookout for new podcast episodes in 2019 very very soon much sooner than you think we are rebranding our podcast changing the name of the podcast from and another thing to the different stokes podcast this is going to fall in line with some other media things some other content that we're going to be uh, doing in 2019 so we thought the rebranding and the renaming of the podcast was a good idea to tie into those plans that we have so we appreciate you guys for your patience we promise 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 to bring more content more podcast episodes consistently in 2019 as always we appreciate your support we have a couple more of these lost segments or lost episodes to bring you so be on the lookout for those here in the coming days but as always we love you we thank you for your support peace fam Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the and another thing podcast be sure to tune in to our next episode you can also keep up with our podcast and download previous episodes on anchor google podcast apple podcast and many other podcasting platforms once again thanks so much for your support peace fam